Okay, everyone, welcome to a special Halloween episode. I start getting a little bit serious at the end. I get all Dr. Drew style, Dr. Drew Pinsky, but it's, it's all serious. Yeah, it's um, problems in my life, problems that I have, issues, big, big problems. I got big problems in my life. But it's a Halloween episode, and I'm dressed up as a bum. And how, how did I do that? How did I accomplish that? You're going to have to listen to the end, because uh, it's, it's pretty compelling. First night, homeless on the streets of Salt Lake City. Honk if you see me. Honk if you don't. Happy Halloween, everyone. I hope you enjoy this episode. And yes, it's a Cooper's Hawk. It's not a Peregrine Falcon. I'm new to the falconry and birding. Right, thank you. I don't need to be reminded again. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we all make mistakes. We're all wrong sometimes. We're not perfect. Okay. Here we are. Here we are in the other vocal booth, the big one, the very big vocal booth. I'm trying out some different recording scenarios, uh, atmospheres. I like it. I like it a lot. It is Monday, October 31st, 2022. It's Halloween. It's Halloween morning. And guess what I had the pleasure of doing last night? (laughs) I know what you're thinking. And no, no, I didn't have the pleasure of doing that. Uh, I slept outside. I slept on the street for the very first time in my entire life. I've slept in an abandoned house once, and that was in 2008. But, and I made it to work on time. I made, I still made it to work on time that day. But, uh, this is the first time I've actually, like, on the street, boots on the ground, pants on the ground, walking and talking. And I was, like, singing pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. Walking and talking with his pants on the ground. Making up songs, trying to keep myself busy. Trying to, like, uh, focus on the task at hand. And singing, I guess, helps do that. Like, you, you, you're doing what you're doing and singing along and not really thinking about really much else. Until you stop singing and you're done packing up your sleeping bag and pillow and jacket and backpack. Making sure all your trash is picked up. Got to do the responsible thing. I'm not sure what, which, like, where... Well, I'm not going to disclose where I slept last night. I'm just not. But it was on the street. It was the first time I've ever done it. I thought by sleeping outside... Um, I thought by sleeping outside, acclimating myself, preparing myself for, like, sleeping in a sleeping bag. Uh, is, does it get cold? Is it freezing? Like... How does it all work? Can I at least stay comfortable? I thought by doing that, I I would be prepared for life on the the mean streets of Salt Lake City. And I have to tell you guys, it's not easy. It's not. It's not the same. You can sleep in the backyard all you want. Uh, Get get some blankets and go out on the trampoline. Even make the pitch the tent on the trampoline. But get the dogs off. They're going to ruin the thing. They're going to ruin the, the, the bouncy part. The dogs are going to ruin it. I remember... Oh, anyway, that's not important. So, the springs snapping. The sun was too heavy. 
the springs like started snapping and breaking there's like, metal shooting everywhere it was crazy man it was nuts yeah they they they, they were above the threat the weight threshold and too many kids yeah there were too many kids it wasn't just one big kid what do you guys want to talk about guns I have, a, I have a lot to say I'm sure everyone is aware of that but uh, there's no coffee maker here we don't have the luxuries of a coffee maker anymore Oh yeah. Oh, when when people say, "I'm so disappointed in you, Bling," like, wh why can't you just get it together? You know, I share their same sentiment, and I can identify with what they're saying, and really sympathize with them. I, I can try and put myself in their shoes, and um, I don't know. I don't know. Call it stubbornness. Call it my own personal problem, my own demons, my own demons that I'm battling. Call it whatever you want. I'm not stealing from people and I'm not hurting anyone. Let's just keep that in mind. I'm not a violent person and I'm not like a threat to anyone. However, I don't take criticism very well. And especially if it's false or fake or misguided, misinterpreted. I don't handle it well, and I will shut down. I, maybe I'm too nice, or maybe I'm too stubborn, too prideful, too egotistical. I don't know. Um, I'm a narst, a, a null. What's it called again? <laughs> I can be narcissistic. Wow, that's, that's, that, was, that was an authentic one. I can be narcissistic sometimes, at times, all the time. I mean, I really can. And I... Uh, I guess it's like a huge character flaw. It's a huge character flaw to think I'm right all the time, everybody else is wrong. Um, the peregrine falcon, let's talk about it. Hey, that's something to talk about. Animals, I love animals. Love talk. Peregrine falcons, it's a Cooper's hawk. It wasn't a peregrine falcon, it was a Cooper's hawk. And here I am thinking like, ah, oh, it's a peregrine. Every time I see one, my life changes and they bring so much joy and comfort to me. It's like, oh, it's a Cooper's hawk. It's not a peregrine falcon. Fuck out of here. I don't want to get the get that hawk. Hey, Cooper's hawk, get out of there. Go away. Hey, hey, psst. <laughs> like, it wasn't a peregrine falcon. It's a Cooper's hawk. Uh, still a nice find, lovely bird. I think there's still the sexual dimorphism, but it's like, what else am I wrong about? What else in life? What other animals am I misidentifying? Um, identifying incorrectly? I, I don't know. I don't know. I was pretty set on that being a peregrine falcon. The patterns were similar, but the tail, the tail's a dead giveaway in the beak. There's like a hood on the beak and a little hook on the uh, tooth on the beak. Difference between falcons and hawks. Like, why didn't I know this? Like, why didn't I already know this? I was thinking maybe American kestrel, possibly. Like, well, if I got it wrong, it's American kestrel. It might be a toss up between a peregrine falcon, but they're nothing similar. And I think that's, I have problems, right? <laughs> Big problems. But I miss, I did not identify the peregrine falcon correctly. So I apologize uh, profusely to all my fans and listeners tuning in at home. I'm not sure if the other birds that I've seen in the past at the cemetery, I'm, I'm pretty sure the ones at the cemetery were peregrines, but I can't say for sure. I can't. I have to go back and double check. 
I can't go back in time. I don't have video of it. I only have the audio. I don't know if they're coordinating. I don't know. I don't know anymore. What else am I wrong about? Like, what are they like? Kit Kats, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Go to Vancouver, get a Kit Kat over there for Halloween. It's Halloween morning today. You kids in Vancouver, turn it off. You're not supposed to be listening. And parents, you should be ashamed of yourselves for allowing it to happen. I'm a bad influence. I, I, I'm a bad influence on your children, so stop. Just stop. I'm not, a, I'm not a role model, so turn it off. Everyone else, Kit Kats that are made in the United States, if you like them as much as I did on Hall- All Hallows' Eve, I loved Kit Kats. I loved Twix. I loved Kit Kats. Back then, I was into Reese's like, peanut butter cups, but we won't... Yeah. The chocolate peanut butter combination... Hold on. Hold on. There's a car coming in, rolling into the vocal booth. I hope it ain't the police. No, they better not hassle me. But we'll record it. We'll record it if they do. And we'll totally record it if they do. I made sure to stand away from the... made sure to stand away from the other cars or anything that would uh, hint or insinuate that I'm checking door handles or door locks or just trying to get into things and steal stuff. Like, I wanted to just, like, okay, all the cars are parked over there. There's no one over here. Let's go over here. Like, there's no one here. I'm on the other side of the wall. Um, yeah, but for everyone that's concerned right now, bigly, Kit Kats that are made in Hershey, Pennsylvania, you like them now, wait till you taste one from Canada. Wait till you go to the United Kingdom and eat one over, eat some Twix over there. Eat, eat a Twix. <laughs> go to London. Heathrow. Off the plane, you're irritated, you're mad, jet lag, you don't know what's going, it's a foreign country, where am I? I don't know. Everyone's speaking English. What do I do from here? Go over and buy yourself a Twix and a Kit Kat. I don't know how much it costs at the, at, at the airport. I don't know how much UK prices are these days. I don't. I don't know if it's a, a comparable price point. Go to hit land. Get off the plane. Don't, don't yell. Don't get all snippy. My, that's my luggage. I'm off first. Let me go first. Don't get pushy. Don't hassle the passport guy. Uh, customs when you get off the plane go get a twix get yourself a kit kat and life finds a way you're gonna be so confused like the jet lag foreign country you don't know what's going on everyone's speaking english you're like excuse me do you understand what i'm saying I'm like yes sir i do uh cheerio cheerio chap you'd like a spot of tea you're like oh you do understand what i'm saying you buy yourself a Twix, buy yourself a Kit Kat, just splurge. If it's, if it's expensive at the airport, just freaking do it. Like, buy a pair of Nikes too while you're at it. And go to McDonald's, you're loving it. Thank you. When you eat the Twix and the Kit Kat, whichever one you start with first, I would probably actually lean more towards the Twix now on second thought. When you buy into that crunchy cookie and 
little bit of caramel on top with that delicious, actual, real English chocolate. Oh, freaking boy, oh boy. Guess what? Like, it's going to confuse you. You're already disoriented. You don't know what's going on. What's that noise? What's going on here? (laughs) Yeah, speaking of what's going on and not knowing anything, being confused, you're going to be confused. And it's not just the foreign country. It's not everyone speaking the same language as you. It's not that at all. What it is, is real... You've you've tasted real chocolate... (laughs) Start the whole race. Delete the episode. Delete it. Delete it all. You've tasted real chocolate for the first time in your entire life. Every single Halloween morning. Mom, Dad, look how many Twix I got. Mom, Dad, look, I got a full size Twix. We went to the big house and it gave us full size candy bars and everything, but we got full size Twix and it's so good and we're so happy. I love Halloween so much. Mom snatches your bag of candy to save for Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. And where does she hide the candy, Jesse Ventura? In the microwave. And you can never find it because why? Microwave. But you'll find it on Thanksgiving because you're heating up the leftovers that mom cooked in the microwave. So mom stashed your dessert that you worked, you earned, you earned it. She stashed your dessert where? Microwave. That's correct. Thank you. No, if, we, if my mom stashed it in the microwave, uh, we probably would have found it, what, 30 seconds after she did that, cooking up a, uh, some, some freaking popcorn, warming up some popcorn. Like, Mom, where'd the candy go? She can't get it to Thanksgiving. All right, I'm going to make some popcorn and play Jurassic Park on Sega, the worst game ever made, even though I was excited and got it the minute it came out. <clears throat> Let me waste some time playing Jurassic Park on Sega. Oh, our candy's in the freaking microwave. Microwave. No, my mom would straight up hide the candy. So you can't find it. She'd bury it in the backyard. She, my mom would get creative with the candy. Let us, like, have at it Halloween night. Have at it November 1st. After that, it, it disappears somewhere. We're like, Mom, what'd you do? Like, we, we worked so hard on our rollerblades, uh, pillowcases full of freaking candy people are competing with one another like the guy like the the boys in the neighborhood they'd have a small pillowcase first and they'd have like two king size pillowcases in their in their back pockets and their freaking backpacks and they'd be on rollerblades they'd take their football gear because they're playing they're all playing football dress up yeah we're going to football practice as far as yeah as far as everyone else is concerned, we're going to be practicing all night. There's no costumes. There's no, like, wasting time. The boys in the neighborhood that were older, older than I was, I, I was dressed up as a bum. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. uh, they would get the strap on the rollerblades, and they'd leave. Like, the second the sun started to set, it wasn't dark yet. It wasn't dark. They'd practi- practically be going out on October 30th. But it was Halloween, it was after school. They'd get their football gear on, they'd strap on the rollerblades, and that was it. You wouldn't see them the rest of the night. You probably wouldn't see them till midnight. November 1st, they'd be gone the entire day. Entire night. Microwave. First, at first it was a Walkman that would play tapes, cassette tapes. It would play cassette tapes. 
And then it turned into a Discman, where it's playing the CDs. It didn't matter. Cassette Walkman, Discman, it didn't matter. They'd be gone the entire all of Halloween night, and they'd have... That was, that was their technology that they had back then. That was what we were working with. They'd put on their favorite music, and they would just rollerblade around everywhere. Who knows how far they went? I never went with them. I never had the privilege of going with the older boys in the neighborhood. I never had a king-size pillowcase that was full, ever. They would come back with so much freaking candy, full-size candy bars. Hey, who wants it? Hey, you want this other smaller pillowcase, kid? Like, yeah, man. Like, hey, hey, kid, how much candy did you actually get? Uh, I got some. He's like, okay, you want this one? You want my smaller pillowcase? Because I don't, I can't carry it. It's too heavy. All this, uh, the other, my other bags are too heavy. My pillowcase, my king size, extra large freaking a queen pillowcase too on top of it. You want this twin bed size pillowcase, huh, kid? Here you go. It's too heavy. I can't carry all this candy. Candy falling out of his pockets. Like candy stuffed underneath his shirt. Santa Claus with two giant bags of candy over, like, over each shoulder. And then but someone like on, on his shoulders holding two other bags of candy. They had to hire people to sit on their shoulders and carry the candy for, for crying out loud. Bought them off with candy. Get the little tiny kids and be like, hey kid, I need your help. I need your hands. Here. Can you hold it? Like they would have the kid, other smaller children working out and massaging their arms with like whole milk, buttermilk. Yeah, you're going to be nice and strong for Halloween. I need you to hold at least 10 pounds worth of candy, all right? Here. Go to Costco, get the like, oh, honk if you see me, honk if you don't. The honklers, I, I, I'll never listen to honks or honklers ever the same, dressed up as a honkler for Halloween. But the older kids in the neighborhood, they would get things done and they would get results and they would come back and it's just like, where did you get all that freaking candy? All of us, like just a couple years younger, but all of us were just like in awe. It was like the Goonies when they found that pirate ship. Gold everywhere, one-eyed Willie's gold. Don't take that gold. It's just candy everywhere and they didn't care. Yeah, hey kids, you guys wanna help us like burn these thousand dollar bills that we stole, we just heisted a bank? You kids busy at all? Because we can't, we can't spend this money. It's too much money. These $1,000 bills, you don't want to be caught with them. I don't want to be caught with them. You want to help us burn them? You mean candy? It's like, yeah, dude, do I ever. You guys got any Kit Kats? And you start whipping them at, hitting you in the face. Just throwing them. Like they, they, they played football. They played baseball. They were athletes. They were jocks. And they just start whipping candy at you. You had to catch them. If you couldn't catch them, if you asked for it, you want some Kit Kats. And that's how it was back then. It was a different time. There was no cell phones. You couldn't communicate that way. But that's the kind of trick-or-treating I grew up with. My dad, for a few years there, on 24th Street, the Christmas miracle, my dad was... my. We were not with no instigation or provocation from us. As kids, as children, as his, as his young, he would go to Costco and he would get full-size Snickers, like a, a couple boxes of them. My dad would, my dad. And Halloween comes around, trick-or-treaters come around. My dad would have a line of kids out the door. They would go around in a circle, switch costumes, 
what they were after those full-size Snickers. Like my dad knew exactly what he's doing. Once a year, he'd make sure no one breaks into the house. If the kids see anything, they'll say something, they'll snitch. But my dad bought the neighborhood loyalty. My dad bought those kids off every single Halloween to snitch if they saw anything. The dog could bark outside. The dogs could get loose. The dogs could run around the neighborhood and terrorize everyone. Bark. You're, you're, yeah. Giant ass, like moose dog. Moose-sized dog that could, like, he'd hook his paws over this fence, a, a big fence, and jump over it. And then from there, he'd just chase all the other, like, girl dogs, mate with them. I'm sure there's probably, like, three or four houses every single season. And it's like, where'd these puppies come from? Where'd these giant-ass freaking mutt puppies come from? The kids snacking on their, their full-size Snickers with, I don't know, I don't know, a moose dog on 24th Street, Miracle. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about that dog or anything about that house. No, my dad knew exactly what he was doing. And for years, there would be a line of kids. Rollerblades, no rollerblades, little kids, uh, big kids, freaking grown-ass adults who need something to eat. I was like, hey, hey mister, can I get some of those Snickers or what? Here, I have two. My dad knew what he was doing. I didn't know at the time. And I was like, Dad, why don't you ever buy us full-size Snickers ever? And then he'd just turn the soccer game up louder. He'd yell, go Mustafa. Yes. Yeah, that's a true story, man. Hell yeah. He'd watch bowling or something. He's like, hey, hey, Dad, can you take me to Circle K so I can get some a full-size Snickers or Twix? Just, go Mustafa. This is a good episode. This is premium quality platinum plated golden content right here. The first day of sleeping outside of being homeless. Let's talk about it. Want to? Like, I was walking around late last night, and I was trying to get my bearings straight. I was trying to make sense of things. I don't care what anybody's reasoning is for anything anymore these days. I don't. I think everyone has, like, this self-righteous indignation that's, like, just waiting to... Um, I don't know. It's... Uh, it's everyone has, like, a... A crusade or trying trying to do the right thing but people love being in power they love controlling others for some reason i'm not into that myself but people love it like some people freaking like thrive on it and they look for it they seek it out like in this is in all true honesty um I, my car happened to get repossessed but it was out of commission it was no use anymore it, something they did something it's electric vehicle it just shut down a bunch of clicking sounds i couldn't charge it i couldn't drive it I couldn't start it. it was done a bunch of cars driving around me that's it repo company got your they're, they're sick of chasing you they're sick of stalking you so they're just gonna yeah they're gonna ruin the car you <laughs> we can't get it you're not gonna drive it we'll just destroy it so no one gets it, okay? How about that, kid? It's like, wow, geez. How about that, old man? Gray-haired old man. Okay, okay, yeah, you guys are serious. Take it. I can't do anything with it now at this point. I can't sleep in it. I can't use it. I can't charge it. I can't start it. That's what happened. 
and it's kind of it's concerning. I'm gonna get a carbureted van. Next car I get, I'm gonna live out of it. Or bus, freaking RV. However, that day I was not expecting to sleep in my car. I was not dressed to sleep. I was dressed like a chick, pretty much. And I wasn't dressed to sleep in my car. I was wearing a dress, Marge Simpson. Looked like Marge freaking Simpson. It was not Halloween. No, I looked out of place. I looked out of place and I was not prepared to sleep in my car that night. And I wasn't expecting to spend the entire day where it broke down. You can go back and listen. I think I actually published a few apps, but that's pretty much when it stopped. That there's a, a lull in my podcast um, publishing in September and September, it just stopped. It just all came to a halt. I didn't publish anything. Right around that time, you can figure out where I was at, but I'm not gonna get into specifics in this particular episode. I go inside. Before I, I realize that my car wouldn't charge, I go inside, it's a public building, and I say, do you guys have like a fleet of vehicles that is electric vehicles that I could maybe borrow your electric vehicle charging card and charge up my car and get the hell out of here? Because I've, I've been running from the repo company all night and I almost made it, I almost freaking made it. Do you have anything like a fleet card, like a publicly used card to charge any electric vehicles? Could I borrow it just to 15 minutes? Maybe that's a little bit too much information. Maybe it's, it's too um, technical. Maybe it's too technical if you don't drive an electric vehicle. You, like, what are you talking about? A card. You swipe the card on the charging station. It goes, it says, okay, plug it in and it starts charging your car. That's how electric vehicles work. It's basically like walking to a gas station and saying, can I get like, 50 cents worth of gas so I get the hell out of here? It, yeah, could you give me, could you credit me some money? I didn't have any money, I didn't have my card, I, like I had nothing, and I was not prepared to, to sleep in my car or be out that day, the entire day. Morning comes around though, and I asked her that question. What's that noise? What was that? Is this War of the Worlds being attacked? It's a Halloween, 2022. Honk if you see me, honkler if you don't. A special honkler channel special honkler episode but like there's that sound again wait is war of the worlds they're invading i've worked in customer service or i've worked in retail rather i've worked directly with customers like day after blood sucking day right making minimum wage the the state or whatever federal minimum wage the least amount they could pay me and then you would get commission on top so you had to really kind of sell stuff but you had to figure out how to sell how to sell things. And if you weren't good at it, you weren't gonna make any money at all. You're, you're just gonna be exploited and used and that's, hey, that's, <laughs> that's the workforce. That's working, better get a job quick. Yeah, start from the bottom again, do that all over, work in retail again and do it all over again, damn it. But like the attitude, <laughs> the, the, just the, um, unfriendliness of of this receptionist or front desk woman i i don't know what we, i don't know we all have bad days but like she just looked at me and she didn't even respond she didn't say anything and i was like okay let me slow down here my electric vehicle needs to charge do you have any like resources to 
facilitate accommodate me maybe to like leave at 15 minutes charge it up for 15 minutes got anything like that is there any way the charging stations out front of the place of work of your work okay there's some charging stations they're like gas pumps is it possible that anyone in this public building has some way to access those charging stations so that I can charge my car 10 or 15 minutes it should amount to just a few cents if that so I can get the hell out of here like she is just staring at me the entire time <laughs> okay hey yeah there we are got some fans over there how long have you seen me? I'm like, don't. Bling Bear podcast. Like, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't sloppy. I looked a little weird, but I, I wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um, not that time. Maybe later on in the evening, it's probably pretty bad. But at that time, it wasn't that weird. It wasn't, uh, I didn't think it was too hard to follow, but maybe it what for like, yeah, someone drives a gas car, one of the gas drivers. I don't know what her problem is, but she should not be that front desk. She should not be the first thing you run into when you enter that public building. It's unfriendly, it's unwelcoming, but here's my point. This is where I was coming, like, coming to. Um, in my situation, sleeping outside, sleeping on, being homeless. Day number one, night number one, how did you do? Bling, tell us. Like, there's predators out there. And there's, there are people that can like sniff that vulnerability. They can sniff your de- desperation and they love it. They, they absolutely, they can't, they can't control themselves. They have to act on it, but they, they have to act on it in a way, a charitable, um, a compassionate, you actually care. And for all my fisher, fishermen out there, there's certain types of lures that you can lo- use. You can lose them too, get them snagged on them, get them snagged on a log, lose your lures. There are certain types of lures that you can use for um, ambush predators. They just let it float there, kind of make it look hurt, weak, kind of jig it a little bit, jig it off the bottom, jig it off the top, whatever, skip it on the top. Different lures that you can use that these fish that are ambush predators they have they can't they have to bite it they have to they see it struggling in the water it's going to drown it can't swim is it a duck is it a frog is it on on the bottom like a hurt worm they can't control themselves they can't control themselves and they have to bite it (laughs) i'm glad that's not the police but they have to bite it like that's the that's a similar situation that was in here they could, this person could like smell my desperation. They could see my vulnerability and they couldn't help themselves. They had to, to come to the rescue, right? And at first it's like, all right, cool. Someone who understands like, yeah, that's not, that's not like an unreasonable request, is it? Like, no, no, I understood exactly what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, do you like racquetball? It's like, huh? <laughs> like what? Yeah, I guess so. I've, I've played racquetball a few times. You ever want to come play racquetball with me? Huh? You ever want to? If you ever want to, I mean, I can give you my number. Well, you need to call, you need to call, you need to use my phone to call your uh, charging, the charging station. Oh, and okay. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of the, out of 
the shrubs, out of the shadows. This fish comes to bite that lure. And I, I, I'm pretty naive and I'm pretty vulnerable at times. I'm pretty stupid at times. and I'm pretty desperate at times. And at that time in my life, you can listen. You can go back and listen. I was, I was pretty out of it. It was pretty wacky. And it sucked. It sucked. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not embarrassed about it because that's like I was, um, I was driven to that. I, I was driven to that mental state. I didn't, I didn't seek it out, and I didn't just like, like go that way. I was like, I hope, I hope I go nuts here, I'm trying to run from this repo company or whatever company is stalking me, and the police don't care. Like, the University of Utah police are incapable and inept, and they don't care. They don't understand. They're not listening. And off the deep end, I go. But for, somehow, this person was like right there. Um, like, in the shadows, just like, okay, our front desk girl, our front desk woman, the front desk person. The, the first person you run into when you walk in this building is so rude and cold and like just doesn't, is, is, does not belong in customer service or interacting with others, really. It does not play well with others. It's a, the bad cat. It's just bad. It doesn't, don't. Let's, uh, can we find another position for this person, maybe? Our taxpayer money. Because that not helpful, not fake, warm, or friendly, or, or welcoming, or anything. Just, like, mean. <laughs> just belittling. Like, you have this vibe that you get. You're like, sorry for freaking bothering. Sorry for approaching your desk. But then there they are. In the shadows, just waiting there, and it, like a sense of desperation uh, attracted to me. I'm not sure what the, I think. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But it's not the first thing that came to mind. I'm like a like just a, a demure, just naive. Like ah, my name is Bling. I need help. Someone help me. I don't know what's going on. Like it was, it was palpable. He could probably sense it like in front of people like ah, whoops whoopsie daisy ass out of myself but it's halloween and there's no rules on halloween no but it's like he could sense it he could um pick up on it or it them they could so yeah i gave it away but like i'm not thinking that i'm not going that direction i'm off in la la land dancing around being acting like an idiot making uh dancing like an idiot here in this in the giant ass vocal booth I feel like I embarrassed myself. But that's what happened. And, like, I was telling him my story. Or telling this person my story. Predator my story. Ambush predator my story. Man, I, when I was in the middle of going, I know this is going to sound a little bit nuts. But... I'm pretty sure the GPS, when they track you, and they have your cell phone, and like, there's a way that they follow you. That's how they keep track of you. You can't outrun them. There's nothing you can do. And he's like, do you like racquetball? Do you like to play racquetball? You ever played racquetball before? I was like, and uh, it's kind of intrusive, and it's unethical. I don't think it's a good business practice for whatever company, repo company, eBay, or whoever's stalking me. I don't think it's really like... Uh, ethically moral or this post-pandemic dystopian present you ever go swimming before you like to go swimming and uh it's uh um i need to go to 7-eleven right now 
to put some money, some cash on my cash app card, except I don't have any cash. Do you need a ride to 7-Eleven? You ever play racquetball? You like to, do you ever go in a jacuzzi or a hot spa? You ever get warmed up that way? You ever get hot? I kid you not, man. At the end of the day, I was there all day. And I, I'll vouch for the mayor. The mayor works late. I'll vouch. It's, come, comes in late. Works late. So, yeah, I'll vouch for that. I was there. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She works hard. Comes in a little bit later than everyone else. But, yeah, she's there. She's there and she stays late. Makes up for it. She's not trying to come in late, go home early. Seems to work hard. End of the day comes around. September, September, hot as shit. It's not freezing cold like it was last night, living on the streets. It's hot as shit. And I look like an ass the entire day. The entire day, I look like an ass. Just an ass. Hey, can, hey do, can I, uh, do you have a cell phone charger? Can I borrow that? Just hanging out in front of this public building all day. The end of the day rolls around. You look hot. You must be hot in all those clothes. You must be hot in those clothes that you're wearing. You look really hot. You must be hot. And like, yeah, I kind of picked up on the 7-Eleven stuff, everything else. But that's when I was like, oh, red light. Like, whoa, red flags. Hey, hey, I think we have an ambush predator here. Like, that's the end of the day. Everything is said and done. Yeah. But there are people like that that exist. They're not very common in the everyday life. You don't run into them very often. I really haven't experienced anything like that before. Not that, like, yeah, uh, forward or whatever, what have you. Um, I still feel like ashamed of it almost. I didn't even do anything, but I damn. Just like, like yeah, I, I'm pretty sure in t your intentions, <laughs> I'm pretty sure your intentions aren't what you're trying to like yeah let's go play racquetball let's go to the jacuzzi i bet you if you need some <clears throat> this happened too this happened too i'm not kidding you well if you need to borrow if you want to go swimming you know the jacuzzi or the spa i've got some extra swimming shorts some extra swimming trunks i bet you they'd fit you if you want to just we go swimming and you can come over and go swimming or we go meet somewhere and go swimming and i have some extra pair of shorts if you don't have any swimming shorts i could lend you mine and you could wear mine i think i've got some uh, board shorts somewhere i'm pretty oh yeah i saw them in my closet uh uh when i was trying to move a bunch of stuff I, i'm pretty sure i know exactly where they at so uh i have my own jacuzzi get a hot spa well, there's a difference between a sauna a hot sauna and a dry sauna or a steam sauna you ever get into a sauna before like i've never been on like ultra creeped out dates i've had some bad dates in my experience as a old retired aged gray-haired old man on halloween morning on 2022 making this premium quality platinum plated golden content first night being homeless honkler if you see me honk you don't honkler channel honkler episode but that was, that was the first time for me. And uh, I feel bad for anyone else who breaks down around that area and might be wearing gym clothing or uh, whatever, like <clears throat> short shorts, long shorts, something. A front desk person is not helpful and then <laughs> out of the shadows. I'm 
Well, it's concerned a little bit, but anyway, anyway. There are people like that that exist in the world. They might be few and far between, but they don't care about you at all. And they're, they're, there they are. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to see you. Bring your podcast. My fans and listeners tuning at home. Sweden, where are you at? Sweden, get in here real quick. Come on, Sweden. I was talking about you on Reddit again, I think. Get in here. Take it till the cows come home. Third segment. Do what I want to do. It's Halloween. October 31st, Monday, 2022. But they're out there. And if they smell vulner- vulnerability, it's like a shark smelling blood, sensing blood. They, they struggling. It can't swim. Is it drowning? It's like, yeah, come over and help it. Let me come over and give this thing a, a life preserver. And let, me, let, me, let me rescue them. Let me rescue them so that they're forever indebted to me. Like they're so vulnerable and scared and fried and, and frazzled that all I have to do is just show up and give them a few bucks or give them some food like a freaking lost puppy or a, a, a fox that's being chased by fox hunters and dogs and bloods, bloodhounds. Like, it, it doesn't matter what they do as long as it's just a little bit of kindness and a little bit of compassion, um, some breadcrumbs, or it's like a, whatever, whatever it is. Like, that's what, they'll, they'll sense it and they'll capitalize on it. They'll exploit it. Like, massively, bigly. <laughs> They, they can smell it and they love it for some reason they can't just not bite that lure they have to they have to they have no choice but if you go against the grain or if you don't follow their demands or if you don't if you disagree with them if, if you don't um like come through uh, emotionally or physically or, or meet their expectations in one way or the other whether it's over a little bit of time or if it's um, like shortly thereafter, like it's not good. And I somehow attract that, I realized in my life. Now, this is an old ass man on Halloween morning, waking up for the first time being homeless out on the street, like first time sleeping outside, nowhere to go, no roof over my head, nothing, no safety net. That's it, you're done, you know? No car. Like, it's really unfortunate that I'm just realizing that now and the characteristics, the attributes, the behaviors, the like mannerisms, even just the, the suggestions. Like I, I'm so naive and dense sometimes and stupid. I'm wrong. All of this. It's a Cooper's Hawk. It's a Peregrine Falcon. Like I'm wrong. I, I know everything there is to know about animals. Let's talk about animals. A hyroid bone, large tiger, small tiger, cat, purring, cheetah, crent, like, that's a Cooper's Hawk. That is not a Peregrine Falcon. You're wrong, sir. Oh, sometimes people are wrong. You know, you can't be right all the time. A sheepish, a sheepish grin. I didn't know it was a Cooper's Hawk. I thought it was a Peregrine Falcon. I'm so I'm new at I'm kind of a little bit new at birding and falconry. I've never seen a Peregrine Falcon. Yeah, I'll have to go back to the cemetery and see if that was actually a Peregrine Falcon family or a Cooper's Hawk family. Yeah, it'll be an awakening. It'll be a moment. What else am I wrong about? I'm telling you. My entire life has gone by and I've never been like keen to picking up on like getting taken advantage of or being exploited or um, just that desperation that like uh, you, you need something, you need a job, you need, to, you need to be in this position so bad, you need to slave away in this position, you need to be exploited so bad, criminal history, background checks, like, 
it, you feel indebted to, to people. You, uh, Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> that type of almost, almost. I'd say it's more of a naivete that I just am not able to realize. Hey, I think they might be trying to like manipulate you to do things or to act a certain way. That's not you, Bling. It's, you're you're going to be different. It's not you, and that they're expecting someone else different, and they're trying to like groom you to be that person, and they're they're going to do it because you're desperate, you're vulnerable, you're naive, you're emotional. Emotional regulators just whack go up and down. Like what? Whoa! What's going on here? It's emotional roller coaster. It's Bling Vera podcast. Honk if you see me. But I don't recognize these characteristics right off the bat. Not, <laughs> at least not initially. Um, I hope I can pick up on them in the future here. But their intentions are not good. Their intentions are to exploit you, whether physically, emotionally. Uh, professionally, or all of the above, and, and who knows whatever makes them up while you're at it. Use your imagination, get creative, think outside the box. Like, they will hurt you bad if you dare to disagree, or if you are dependent on them. Eventually, you become dependent on them, or at least um, routine, comfortable, whatever. If you disagree with what they're saying, or how they're behaving, you're gone. They'll threaten you a few times, but that's it. It's, um, it's, they'll have their uh, explanation or the reasons why or whatever, but it's, it's cruel and it's inhumane and it's just cruel. And it's, it's, uh, it's a behavior that I recognize now. After I've ran in, like, um, I hope this isn't crossing the line here. I, I really hope I'm not uh, being insensitive or like not considering the gravity of certain situations and um, I guess trigger warning, kind of like sexual trigger warning type stuff. No, I think I'll, uh, yeah, I should probably just, I, I'll save it. I'll stop because uh, it's Halloween and I don't want to go down that dark path dark road it's kind of like they, they they there's a tally and there's an inventory of everything that they've done for you so that when you disagree or suggest something else or say the wrong thing at the wrong wrong place wrong time you said the wrong thing um or it's misunderstood it's taken personally it's taken literally it's taken whatever uh subjectively i guess right whatever like it is um a surplus of things that they've done for you and it's a list and it's a barrage it's an attack it's trying to like cut you down like this is what i this is what i'm doing right this this and that and this and that like all because it that it all spawned, it was inspired because you, not even jokingly or not too seriously or not furiously, not mad, but all because you criticized something they were doing. Uh, you disagreed with something they said or did or are doing, um, making a request. Like, I would prefer, I feel comfortable, I feel a little bit more comfortable. Like, it doesn't matter 
what it is, it, it can be very tame and can just misunderstood or understood totally accurately. But it's just waiting there. Every nice thing that they've done for you, they will hold it over your head. And then you, you it's, it's immediate, it's weird. It's a weird, it's, um, some people are really, really good at it. Really good at it. Of making it so subtle and it's like a natural ability that they have. You get combative, it's right off the bat. I think um, people on the internet use this tactic a lot, like trolls or <laughs> it's like corporate executives that are working for the company that you're criticizing. They'll come in and they'll kind of attack you, but th they do it in such a way to where it's this like immediate, almost reflexive, combative response. Like, I didn't do it. Well, hey, well, I did this. And I like you get caught in this like emotional defense. You have to stick up for yourself. You have to say something. Well, in my, though, this is what I did. Like, I've done this. I'm trying to do this. Like, I'll try to do better. I'll try to do better. Like, please, please. It, it turns into this like em emotional game of cat and mouse. And it's like, I'm going to put you in your place be be because you're disagreeing with me, because you criticize me. Like, here's what you get. This is your reward for that. And so don't do it anymore. Otherwise, otherwise, like, I'll leave you right where I found you, you know, in the gutter. Sort of that those type of threats are like looming overhead. Okay, better. I can keep it quiet. I won't do that anymore. Like, it, it's very strange. Okay, maybe I will go. Maybe I will say something about it the sexual trigger warning type stuff or even like assault trigger stuff. Um, there are some people who have been in multiple relationships that are physically abusive, physically abusive. And it's like my ex-boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, like they're in relationships that are physically abusive not just once or twice, but every single relationship they get into, there's like some sort of abuse going on there, physical abuse. And there are people out there who have multiple relationships who never experience physical abuse like that. Not multiple times, not once, not ever. It just, they've, they've been in multiple relationships. There's no physic, physical, they might have maybe experienced here or there, but it's not consistent. It's not... Um, over and over that type of personality it's just like my ex-boyfriend my ex-boyfriend my ex-boyfriend like there's physical abuse almost every single relationship for some reason there's there's some sort of attraction in the world um like opposites attract yeah it, it's i think it's pretty true but there's something there there are pheromones or spirituality a spiritual connection um, emotional kind of, something's there where you attract these things into your life you don't want them you're not welcoming them the last relationship that was physically abusive you just like barely are back to normal and then there like you find another one somehow and some people don't experience it at all ever and they've been multiple multiple relationships too and it's like a light bulb went off in my head just recently here it's like, I attract that type of person. Like, I, I've, had, I've been in the same position now twice to where it's like, well, you, yeah, guess who has the key? Or like, guess, guess where all your things are at? It's like, no way. Like, 
that I'm, I'm, that, I'm, I'm that person in the relationship that's like vulnerable or hurt or like uh, there's that thing, there's just something, someone's in control of something that I allowed them to be in control of in full trust and like full confidence and just thinking they wouldn't do that. They'd never do that. They won't do that. Well, good, because they won't do that. And sure enough, it's like, it's like a switch. If, if it doesn't go their way, if they, can't, if they can't groom you the way that they want, like that you're right, stuck right back in your trust. <laughs> you let your walls down. I'm a bachelorette. I need to build my walls back up. But like you trust someone and uh, that like ransom is there. It's like a, it's like a way that you have to keep communicating with me. I think... Um, both men and women are capable of, of doing this, but like, like having a baby, like just creating that life and then making sure that it's whatever, the relationship might not work out at all. But like they will make sure that you are for at least 18 years communicating, connected, um, uh, just, yeah, manipulated. Like, oh, yeah, you made a big mistake. Now you're tightening out the rest of your life. 18 years, at least, eight, but probably the rest of your life. Like, you have to deal with it. Um, there are people like that, and I, I have a difficult time recognize, recognizing that type of um, attraction that I have. I'm not attracted to that shit. I am not attracted to that at all. It disgusts me that people are like that. Uh, they have no conscience. They don't. They don't. They they feign compassion, and, but it's for their own personal gain. It's like status. Uh, it's for emotional um, needs and wants, probably physical connection too. But they want to portray like that's a, a normal. They're, they're normal people, and they've got this person on the side, or the, like just that they're. Uh, using or controlling or the, they can never go away they always have this person because the, they're in control of something of this person's i'm making sense here i wish i knew how to avoid it i wish i knew how to spot it faster and to be like wiser but if you are desperate and just out of your mind already and vulnerable and scared and tired and and man yeah you can get the breadcrumbs and you just go right in there Hansel and Gretel Sweden get in here you'll go right in there to the witch's dungeon gingerbread house and she'll give you all the candy and freaking frosting and it's Halloween come on guys have some extra fro have some sloppy joes I made them extra sloppy for yous but she'll do that and she'll lure, lure you in and you're hungry, get the bread, come do it. Follow the, follow the trail. Uh, ginger, but eat the freaking frosting. Go after the frosting. Get extra frosting. Go, get some cake, will ya? Some cookies, here's some milk. Take care of you. Have some sleep. You guys want to go to sleep? Here, have some cough syrup. Thanks, Mary Poppins. <laughs> rum punch. You don't say. What else is in this rum punch? I'm feeling kind of sleepy. Mary Poppins was hooking people up. And when, once everyone was hooked, then she's gone. She takes that umbrella and that parrot, and then off they go to go peddle their pharmaceuticals somewhere else. Get some people hooked over there. Yeah, yeah your kids are behaved now. They're always sleepy. Here, here's a prescription. <laughs> My rum punch. Uh, cough syrup. 
Poppins knew exactly what she was doing. It sucks that I'm not more keen to identifying my vulnerabilities and personalities that I attract, really. But this Halloween, I woke up and, or shivered myself to sleep last night. And just, yeah, the light bulb went off and I was like, okay. Like, yeah, this is, stra- this is strange. This, this, uh, is, is, is happening again. And I allowed it to happen again. And it's like, okay, so that's what's going on. Like somehow I'm attracted, like somehow that's the type of personality that I'm, uh, I guess, uh, biologically compatible with. Like that's what I'm attracted to and they sniff it out and yeah, you can ambush predators going fishing after those tiger muskies on pine views and F-35s flying overhead. It's been a fun episode. It's been a little emotional, but I'm doing okay. It's the first night. I, I don't know if I'd call it a success, really. It's pretty depressing. It's pretty discouraging. It's disappointing. It's a, a denial of service attack. Sound guy. So we didn't get in here. But I love Halloween, and I'm trying not to be sad today. I'm trying to be like a, as um, fake myself into being happy as much as I can. Because when life hands you lemonade, you give it back and say, I want some freaking lemons. I want some sour-ass lemons. Don't give me this fake high fructose, fake sugar stuff. I want some real lemons. And I want my drink shaken, not stirred, damn it. So hurry up, because I'm thirsty. Speaking of that, I gotta go run to the gas station and uh, I gotta just uh, think about some stuff. I don't know where my headphones are, my over-the-ear monitors. I don't know where a lot of my stuff is. And it's unfortunate. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, ultra disappointed in, in, uh, I guess, my inability, in myself, but my inability to be able to identify um, when this toxicity kind of, yeah, I guess, uh, the sludge kind of gets into my, my life to where I don't recognize it. And it's, it's a problem. It's a big problem that I have. And I have, I'm not perfect. I say dumb stuff, but it's not. <laughs> I don't think it warrants. Um, I don't know, sometimes the hand I'm dealt. And I think there's a, uh, a preconception of, of things here that uh, people have. That it, it, well, anyway. They're, they're, people have no experience sometimes in things. And they don't know what they're talking about. They just know that society told them to disagree with it, no matter what. They just don't understand um, st- things, life. Uh, they, don't under- they don't get you. They don't understand you. They just don't know what you're doing, and they don't care what you're doing. They will just give you demands and uh, tasks. They'll uh, like, tell you to do things. That's all they want. They won't listen to anything you're saying. They'll hear what they want to hear if you do say, if they do listen to you. It's not what I said, but yeah, okay, well, that's what you heard. And you just let it go. It's not worth arguing. Well, I, actually, I said this. It's, it's not worth the emotional roller coaster that arguments um, inflict. Are, yeah, it's not. It's not worth it. And I, I don't know how, how to identify or spot it or toxic relationships or. or 
or predators really in the shadows like just waiting i don't i don't know i don't have any advice i'm a very bad example of trying to avoid that i've welcomed it a few times now and it's the same thing and it's like i don't want that like that's not i don't want that uh life's i don't i don't choose that to happen and it just happens and it's the same scenario and yeah i've always wondered like okay so they were physically abusive physically abusive relationship how many times your ex your ex your ex your ex i don't know but i'm the same way now it's like and so they did what and they did what like how did the exact same thing happen like the exact same thing happened huh you know, well, d- damn. Well, why don't you be better at that? I'm going to work on it. But yeah, talk about some walls. Talk about building some walls. You know, bachelorette. You know, when I was, um, I'll, I will end it with this. I have to, on a good note, or a, a, a sober note, a uh, a true note. When I like over 30 years ago, I was getting ready for Halloween, my favorite holiday. And I was like, I'm going to be a bum. I'm going to be a bum for Halloween. And stained pants and just look all crappy, ripped shirt and stuff. And it's like, if I could go back in time, hey, kid, like uh, that costume that you're preparing, you don't have to, yeah. In 2020, when Halloween 2022 rolls around, you won't have to dress up. Just get out of your sleeping bag on the street and yeah, you're a bum. Like, you're homeless. You're straight up homeless, dude. But I, I, I wouldn't have the courage to say that. I couldn't say that to a kid. Come on. I couldn't say that to a kid. Like an eight-year-old kid? I could say that. I couldn't say that. I'd say, you know what? Reach for the stars and stay in school and do what everyone tells you to do. And you're going to make it. You're, gonna, you're really going to succeed in life. You know that? In 2022, you're going to be so happy on Halloween morning. Reach for this, keep reaching for the stars. You're told your entire childhood to reach for the stars and dream big, and you can accomplish anything. And you get old, and just take a shit, just start, shut your mouth, start washing some dishes. Hey, everyone, happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Really, uh, enjoy today, enjoy the holiday, get dressed up, and give money to people downtown. Honk, you see me, honk, you don't. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the freaking coolest. Well, I wish I could do the Jeff Goldblum impression. I wish I could do the Jeff Goldblum impression. As consistently, I can do Robert Stack now. Call 1-800-UNSOLVED-MYSTERY. But I can't do it. I can't do it. I wish... uh, I'm, I'm working on my Jeff Goldblum. I've got some other impressions. They're gonna suck. Happy Halloween. The happiest Halloween of my life.